Welcome to our weekly conversation. So happy you could join us. Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International. And our next guest is Colleen Mook. She is a successful entrepreneur that has been featured on Good Morning America and the Today Show and has a dual message for you. Find things you are grateful for and ask for what you want. A combination of gratitude and boldness is key. Let's get going. Episode number 95 starts now. Welcome to Women Really Mean Business presented by Athena International, the podcast that tells you the story of how women are impacting business one guest at a time. Now here's your host, Jeff Bolitnikoff, with another successful woman and her unique business journey. Women Really Mean Business presented by Athena International. I'm Jeff Bolitnikoff with a Another guest, and we could say that this guest is in a transition phase at the moment. We're going to let her dig into that. And her name is Colleen Mook, and she had a company called Baby Be Hip and featured on all sorts of national shows. She does so much more than that, though. She's really a small business enthusiast. And boy, Colleen, there's so much to your story. And I know that you have sold your company, very successful company. You're in kind of a transition phase, as I was able to tell from your website. So first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Oh, it's great to have you. And then also, why don't you kind of take us on your version of your bio? Of course, what I just read was your version, of course, because I got it from your website. But I'd like to hear it from uh, you and where you're at right now, the kind of transition phase that you're in, and all the other good stuff. Whatever you'd like to share with us, we'd love to give you the floor. And uh, Colleen, I'm going to pass the mic over to you now. And again, welcome to the show. Okay, thanks, Jeff. So yes, a little bit about me. After I graduated from college, I moved up to Manhattan, and I had a corporate job in reinsurance for about seven years, and I love that. But then I had my first daughter, and I was a stay-at-home mom. And after about, like, nine months, I started getting a little antsy that maybe I needed to do something for me. So I was kind of at that point where I said to my husband, I'm going to take $5,000, and I'm either going to play the stock market or I wanted to start a business. So I decided to start a business. So at that point, I had a nine-month-old, so I went into the baby gift business. And I started this company called Baby Be Hip, and I really wanted to make a company for somebody like me. Way back then, in what, 2002, e-commerce was really, nobody knew what an e-commerce website was. But I was one of the first, I feel like a pioneer back then, developing a website where people could order online, send a great baby gift, but you didn't have to leave the house with a personalized gift, a personalized product. And I wanted to get to know my customers. So that's what I did for many, many years. And then, kind of funny, you know, I had great employees. I was growing my business. I was growing my family. One kid, two kids. I was pregnant with my third child. And we were definitely a growth push for the company. But then my third um, daughter came along, and she was born with some pretty significant special needs. So that totally changed my life overnight. But I learned so much from having my daughter, Ellie, and how it affected me as a businesswoman as well. I learned lots of lessons that, you know, maybe we'll get into later. But so that was my business. I learned how to have values for my company, to share those with my employees, and just to continue to grow the business. And then I had a fourth child. Business was growing. And then I guess just recently, 
So here I was, like, I started this business when my daughter was one, and my oldest was just going off to college. And last year, in January, I started this intense meditation program. And as a busy mom, as a business owner, I never really sat still. And this really forced me to sit still. And I had a lot of aha moments. And the universe was really talking to me. And I had to listen. And I decided to pivot. And I just remember saying to my husband, you know what? I think it's time. I think it's time that I have to, like, be done with baby bee hips. And I think I shocked him. I shocked myself. But I needed to do that. I needed to do that for me. You know, there were so many things happening in my life at the time. As I said, all these messages from the universe. You know, my landlord wanted me to sign another three-year lease. And I said, God, I'm gonna be, I don't want to be 50 and still doing this baby gift business. And it, it just really forced me to make some changes. And I was starting to get asked to do more speaking, but I felt like I didn't have time to do that speaking. And I had a podcast, Be Bold, Be Brave, Be You. And that had kind of fallen by the wayside, again, because I didn't have enough time because my business was consuming me. So that's kind of what I've been doing. And in July of 2019, I sold the business. And now, as you mentioned, I'm sort of in transition and I'm doing things that I really am happy doing. And I feel like I have less stress in my life and I am really doing things that really fill me up and I'm able to give back and share all of the things I've learned over the years as an entrepreneur, as a mom, and I'm, like, really happy these days. Well, I'm going to take a section of your bio here and have you react to it because, again, as you just said, you're doing things that are fulfilling you these days, and it seems like this statement that you made on your bio really embodies that. So you say that I'm pursuing my love of personal development, empowering women and girls, and working together to create the best lives we can. And when you wrote those words, what did those mean to you? I think I think it really means like, you know, my life did not go as planned, as I'm sure for all of your listeners. You know, our lives never go the way we think they go. But I didn't want that, you know, because my life had these hiccups, I didn't want that to define me. And I knew that I could still create this life this good life, even though it's a challenging life. And women really, really helped me when I was a new business owner. And even like, I don't know, seven years in when I decided to really grow my business, there were some women and mentors that really believed in me, really gave me opportunities. And I really felt like it was time for myself to give that back to others, to young women, to young girls, to share that, to helpfully empower them and so that they get those lessons maybe when they're 14, 15, 16, 25 versus waiting till they're 40, 45. And I feel like that's probably where that came from. Well, I'd like to explore how you are really. And let's dig into this a little bit about how you are really changing lives of young women. Because when I look at your website, and again, I'm on your bio again. You're a regular host of the American Express CEO Boot Camp. You've done a lot of different type of business training type of things. and, and But it all kind of centers on, it seems to me, and uh, you can tell me if I'm right or wrong about this, but I think I'm right, is just that you're, you seem to be on a big mission to give back because you seem to be doing a lot of empowerment, a lot of mentoring, and all that stuff. So A, am I right? And B, 
what are you telling these young women as you're mentoring them and empowering them? Well, that's kind of you to say that. What am I telling them? You know what? One, I think I'm doing it because I was helped so much. And I am telling them to be brave, to be bold, to remember that you have a voice and to use that voice. And that every single woman, and I'm sure men as well, but that, you know, we all feel that imposter syndrome. And I'm also telling them to, you know, raise your hand, to go for it, to be brave, to ask for what you want. Stop hinting around. I had learned something years ago. You know, if you don't ASK, you don't G-E-T. You know, you have to ask for what you want. And so many things. I don't know. There's just so many things in that realm that, and sometimes it's just, it's somebody else telling you that. You may read it. You may know that. Somebody else saying, I believe in you. You can do it. It's okay if you fail because you learn. You know, it's not really a failure. You learn. Just keep going and definitely find a community of support. Find some friends, find some mentors, find some people that will help and support you because there's a lot of naysayers out there. But you have to find you know, a positive community or some positive people that really believe in you. Well, let's talk about something else you had in your bio. And again, there, I, 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 a lot of times I don't do an interview where I focus so much on a bio, but your bio has so many good things in it that there is a lot of good talking points in there, like this talking point. When you say that you're on a crazy good journey. What do you mean by that? Well, I, I always say my life is crazy good. Crazy because, you know, four kids, business, special needs daughter. I have my own health issues. We have a very busy, busy life, but it's so good. I don't know. I just, I feel like I am a half glass full kind of girl. I have learned, and again, I learned it from my daughter. I learned to be real to uh, be vulnerable, to put it out there and made the intentional decision, she's 14 now, 14 years ago, that I was going to look on the bright side of things. I was going to find the gift in everything. You can have, I think you've probably heard post, what is it called, post-traumatic growth or, you know, regression or something. But I decided that I was just going to grow from all of these things and just look for the positive and everything. That's one of my mottos, definitely. Find the gift. I mean, I have a, I have a really challenging life, not going to lie. You know, my daughter is a lot of work, but I still have a very good life. Well, I'll tell you that when I look at what you've done through your career and all the, and again, all the challenges, like you said, you have four children and one has special needs. And you left a corporate job in 2002 when your first child was very young and then you started a business. And then now you've decided, as you just said at the top of the interview, you listened to the universe and you decided to give up that business. And now you're into not give up on it, but because that's probably a wrong statement to make. But you've decided to transition to something else and you're still in that transition phase. Where would you say uh, that you get the courage to do all of these things to meet each day with all the challenges that you have and kind of that that forward thinking mentality that you have to really kind of forge new paths um i don't know i i just i get bored i love to try new things i've always tried to embrace being uncomfortable i kind of tell myself try to do one uncomfortable thing a day 
I just find life is like way more exciting that way. I say I've always loved roller coasters. So I kind of roller coaster ride of life, ups and downs. And I don't know, it just keeps life exciting. And I just feel like when I die, I want to be proud of the life I've lived. I never want to look back and say, I wish. There's lots of things I've tried. There's lots of things I put my hand up for that I didn't get. But I'd rather have tried than to have never have tried at all. You know what I mean? It's better just to go for it. And, you know, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And it's 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah, absolutely. And what would you say to somebody listening right now that maybe is considering their own transition? What kind of advice would you give them? Some of the things I would probably say that I really learned and that I speak of a lot is, one, figure out what it is that is your definition of success. And, you know, take five, ten minutes and just think about that question and then just write. Just write, 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 write. And you will be amazed at what comes through on the paper because you really know what it is that matters to you. And it's what matters to you, not to your spouse, not to your neighbor, not to your mother or your mother-in-law. It's what matters to you because when you know what you want, then you can go move forward and achieve that goal. And then there's lots of things, you know, that I speak about on how you can go about and get your definition of success. But you can't do it unless you know what you want. And many times we don't even sit still to figure out what it is. So I would say that's the first step is to figure it out. And then you're going to have to make some hard choices, bold changes, so that you can go on and achieve that. Well, let's talk about, and you had experience, of course, with many media outlets. And there's a lot of listeners right now that would like to know how to maybe get media attention for themselves. So as we round into kind of the latter part of the interview here, maybe you could tell me your advice to entrepreneurs out there to get media attention. Because obviously, I mean, you were on the Today Show, many other national outlets as well. So I think that people could benefit from your experience. Sure. So one, I would say what is key in business and in life is to build relationships because that has certainly helped me with some media placements. The other thing is to, when you send a pitch to somebody, be creative, be thoughtful, do your research on who you're pitching, get to know a little bit about that person, and then be creative in your pitch. For me, you know, I had a personalized gift business, so I would do a little research and find out if they had a new baby and what their baby's name was. And then I would send them a gift out of the blue with a nice note and then some follow-up. And again, in business, you have to be very persistent, very consistent. So many times I'd have to follow up with the media a few times to make sure they got it and um, continue to pitch myself. But a lot of it also is building relationships with people in the media. They're just like you and me. They need story ideas. Honestly, being authentic is so important. Like I know what led to, got a nice hit in front page of the business for Philly Inquirer because of a tweet that I sent on a personal blog I did on my business website about my daughter and how she influenced me. And that really led to Philadelphia Inquirer. And I mentioned my mentor in that. And then my mentor was going on the Today Show and she was taking one of her mentees and she chose me and my daughter. And then I got to know know, Tori Johnson of Deals and Steals on Good Morning America. And I've built relationships with her and got to know, know her. 
So it's really building relationships and helping other people out as well. But being creative, too. All right, let's talk about some resources and resources that you would suggest our audience plug into. Of course, we'll give them your website, ColleenMook.com, and they can tag along with you on your journey on that site. But what are some other resources you might suggest? I'm also going to plug my podcast, People Will Be Brave, Be You. But also, you know what I listen to? I use Audible a lot just to consume content. I'm in the car a lot. And whatever I really need to learn at the time, I'll use Audible. I love podcasts. So again, based on, you know, what I need to learn, like a podcast junkie, this is a great podcast. Women Mean Business. I love Tim Ferriss, Unmistakable Creative, Tony Robbins, all of those. So podcasts and Audible, I'd say, are two of my favorites. And we will definitely have a link to your podcast on there. As uh, people well know, I love podcasts and I love fellow podcasters. So we will for sure get a link to your podcast on your page as well. So going to give the mic back to you, Colleen. And what would you like to address the audience with as we take the show out? The mic and the floor is yours. Okay, so what I would like to is the importance of self-care. And I know as a lot of women, they say, oh, I don't have time. You know, it's going to give me one more thing. But as I look back, when I was most successful in my business and in my life is when I practiced self-care. A few little quick things to think about. This is all part of self-care. Do that little exercise. Figure out what your definition of success is. Then another thing to help with, like, this mental load that we're all feeling these days is to jot down all of your tolerations. These are all the things that you need to do, that you can do or you can delegate out. And then take a second and write down all of the things you're going to say no to so that you can say yes to yourself. And then, of course, some of the things that you can say no to are like guilt, perfection, overparenting, toxic people, drinking, overvolunteering. So think about things that you need to say no to so that you can say yes to you because then you're going to have less resentment in your life and more happiness and joy. And then, of course, when we think of self-care, you know, again, I am so good when I am exercising daily, when I'm drinking my water, I'm taking my vitamins, my supplements, and when I do a good deed for others or sit quietly, whether it's uh, meditation or mindfulness. So I can't stress the importance of self-care. I developed a self-care journal like in a 30-day self-care challenge, and the people that have done that have created such good energy and happiness in their lives and made some really good habits. And it really doesn't take that much, but you will be more successful in your work and at home. And my kids can always tell when I need to go work out or, you know, I need to go meditate. It really, really matters. So self-care is huge. And I feel like, especially for women trying to juggle so many things that you'll be amazed when you prioritize yourself. Well, it's a great way to end the interview and Colleen Mook. Uh, and I'm really glad that you told me that it's like book because I, for some reason, yeah. those four letters, I don't know why it's a mental block about them, but Colleen, thank you so much for joining us, joining us this week. Really appreciate it. And thanks for all your time. 
thanks so much, Jeff. It was fun. On the next episode of Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International, Stephanie Scotty is an expert in public speaking and will make you more effective in your talks or at least help you get over your fear. The secret to public speaking is being authentic, and that starts with truly connecting with people. Here's a little bit from Stephanie. You need to be able to say in 10 words or less what your entire talk is about. You need, I need to be able to summarize what I'm speaking about in 10 words so that when you leave that room, that conversation, that talk, if somebody says to you, hey, Jeff, what did Stephanie just talk about? You can recall and repeat it. So you really need to hone that down. And that is the hardest thing for people to do from entry level to the highest levels of an organization. Interested in becoming a guest? Check out our Being a Guest page at WomenReallyMeanBusiness.com. All levels of business accepted. We love a wide range of stories.